This is the Magic Convention Guide podcast for the 14th of April 2009. Hello, this is David Moss. I am 50% of David and Danya, and we are proud to announce that we will be attending and appearing at the IBM British Ring Convention in Southport, September 23 through 27. Okay, we're here with David Mass from David and Danya. Um, thank you for your time, David. I was glad to be here. It's my pleasure. Now, you're appearing at the IBM convention in Southport this year, but before we get on to that, do you want to tell the, the listeners sort of how you and Danya actually got together and how you started doing the Quick Change Act? Well, we both came from a background uh, of entertainment. My father was a, uh, a concert piano player by trade. My mother was a singer and dancer. My wife came originally from the Moscow State Circus, and... Uh, uh, she came to the Big Apple Circus, which uh, uh, I was working with at the time at Lincoln Center in New York City, and I was the MC for the show, and she, her original act that she did uh, was with Hula Hoops, which she still does, by the way, um, and she was one of the stars of the show, and that's the first time that she had come to the United States, and I was, uh, I was the MC, and I was a singer for the show there, and uh, we met, and, um, and I guess the rest is history, or so to speak. <laughs> now... With that original act, um, you started off as a, a singing ringmaster, is that right? That is correct, yeah. And I was involved, I had been involved uh, with magic um, periodically, uh, stage stage magic, uh, some illusions, uh, with, without great success, uh, I must say. But, uh, but, I, but I was involved with magic and always had a love for it. And uh, when we met, we decided that we wanted to do something together. Um, so... Uh, we began with the act in, in little pieces, with with a little bit of the of the quick change and uh, and some magic, uh, and eventually realized that the uh, that the heart of the act and the, and the power of of the act, I guess, uh, lied uh, in the quick change. So eventually, we decided that uh, it would it would be it would be best for us to to have primarily uh, quick change with a little bit of magic as opposed to the opposite, I guess. Yeah. So and then we got involved, and we we realized also that we wanted to be equal. We never wanted, and and my concept in magic was uh, that I never understood was, uh, you know, why would you take, uh, which many still do to this day, you know, why would you take a beautiful girl and, and and you become the magician and you put them on a stage and then you cut her in half, you know what I mean? Why would you want to do that to a girl? <laughs> you know, I'm sure you've probably seen things like the impaling, right? Yes. You now, why would you want to take a beautiful, wonderful girl in a, in a, in a wonderful costume with long blonde hair and tall and then take her and then and, and, and stick her on top of a sword and, and then stick it through her <laughs> you know our, our concept was was completely unlike that and so I guess the reason I'm telling you that is because we wanted to be equal on the stage we didn't want to be magician and assistant we wanted to be equal as, as we look so we got involved with ballroom dance immediately and decided that the act would better suit us uh, you know revolving around ballroom dance and uh, and so it is. Yeah, the the actual act itself it, it looks very very energetic. You know, I've seen various videos of it, and always afterwards you're very out of breath. Um, obviously, you're both very very fit. But is it a difficult act to do the quick change act? Well, it is. It's it's physical uh, first of all in the sense that uh, it is. You know, our act is approximately ten minutes long, and from beginning to end, it's it's you know constant movement. It's not like you're stopping anywhere during that time to to take a breather. Basically, it's uh, you know you're moving, moving, and and on top of the fact that uh, it's it's heavy, these these costumes that we wear and use, and uh, you know it's so with all of that, 
together it, it is after 10 minutes of time you are, you are a little bit exhausted you know no matter how fit you are <laughs> now you you do a lot of appearances um i think probably everybody has, has heard of you in the quick change and in magic in general um what other things have you been working on over the last sort of year or two well thanks should ask them because we are about oh i'd say 75 to 80 percent uh, complete on uh, on a couple of new things we have just designed uh, a brand new version that we use uh, primarily now, uh, which will be approximately 10 minutes long uh, for purposes of the NBA. We are the official act of NBA in the United States. And uh, the lion's share of our engagements uh, revolve around uh, NBA appearances, collegiate appearances, and corporate events uh, here in the United States and abroad. But uh, uh, we designed another 10-minute version now, um, and she will be wearing, my wife will be wearing, probably three more changes. Mm. Uh, than, than previous than the previous act that we've done, and it's all based uh, completely new and different on music from the 60s and 70s. Right. Okay. And, uh, and, uh, and, and and a little bit of magic as well. I like the original act. I have a uh, um, an original uh, uh, guitar, color changing guitar, that's being made by John Gon, you know, the legendary John Gon, maker yep. out of California. Yep. Um, we also have a. Uh, a, a diminishing and vanishing uh, radio with LEDs that you can see through the silk and, uh, and a couple other ideas that we're working on. But anyway, that and uh, we do a lot of work for Royal Caribbean Cruise Line mm -hmm. uh, in, in the summertime when we're available. And we've put together uh, uh, two different 20-minute versions that they use on what they call the Welcome Aboard Show and the, and the Farewell Show. Yes. And th those, those will be based around... Uh, the transformation of costumes, both of those acts that I just told you, and then we will include in those acts um, an additional 10 minutes to uh, to make those shows, and those are involved with uh, a lot of other stuff. I may have an illusion in one. Um, I don't know if you're aware of that, but uh, a number of years back, three or four years back, I bought uh, I bought the uh, the original act uh, called the Diamond Illusionist from uh, Marvin Roy and his wife Carol. Right. And so we have all of that, and I'm going to include probably. 60, 70 percent of that in one of the acts, and uh, that's 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 what we're working on new. Okay. Um, now you're also no sort of stranger to TV. Um, we were talking a little bit earlier on, but um, the the Oprah show, um, she's putting together a kind of a almost like a, a best off if you like. Um, can you tell us a little bit about that, about that and, and how you're going to appear on that and how actually? Yeah, that's very exciting for for a number of reasons. Uh, obviously, it's one of the, the biggest TV shows in all the world. Yeah. And uh, <clears throat> we were on originally uh, last year, and uh, apparently, I've been told uh, they're, they're they're very very cautious about what they say and what they tell you when they call you for these things, and they don't give you a date. But it's going to be sometime in the fall, we're told. And that uh, she sat down with her producers. A number of them. <clears throat> they have a lot on a, on a show like that, as you can imagine. And she said, without bias, we want everybody to simply write down on a, on a small piece of paper, I guess, and drop in a hat um, the top three of your favorite acts that have been on since you worked for the for the television show here. And um, apparently, I, I was told that uh, three or four of the producers uh, chose us as one of the one of the acts that they wanted to see the most. So I guess what they're going to do then is they're going to take our act and, uh, and you know, many others uh, within reason, you know, whatever they can fit in the time frame, they're going to make the best of, uh, you know, of, uh, of those acts. And uh, so that's, uh, we're very, very grateful for that. It's, it's a wonderful show. It's not easy 
to get an appearance on the Oprah Show. And the other great part about it is, by the way, it's here in Chicago where I live. All I have to do is drive down to the studio and do the show and come home. <laughs> <laughs> so it's nice and around the corner. But I was going to say that. Yeah. I mean, to 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 be asked as as possibly one of the best acts that have appeared on Oprah before to come back and do that. Why do you think the act has appealed to to so many people in the mainstream? Obviously, there's a lot of magic acts that magicians think are good, but what do you think has brought you know the public to your act? Why do they like it so much? Well, I'll read you something um, that would probably answer that question. Somebody once wrote, and this was on uh, most of this uh, I had written on our original promotional material, and then somebody added to this. They sent this out, but I'll, but I'll read this to you. Maybe this will. This kind of explains uh, the answer to that question as best as it possibly could. It says, "It says David and Danya are most certainly a magical transformation. Meanwhile, their seven and a half minute act is a booking agent's dream. It is a go anywhere, play anywhere act that transcends language barriers and cultural divides. It can fly easily with light baggage. The visual look is contemporary." It is fast and crisp. Their appeal crosses gender and age lines. The ladies love the costumes and the dancing. The men appreciate the sensuality and the mystery. It is pure magical eye candy. <laughs> I think that probably does answer the question, really, doesn't it? <laughs> that, that, that was very cleverly uh, written, I, I think. Well, that, that does say a lot of it, I'll tell you what. Um, you asked that question, and, I, and, and, and I, I try to, you know, everybody asks that question really and I, you try to remain modest I think there is a lot of luck involved mm. with what we designed too I really do we did we did want to do an act that could go anywhere and work anywhere when we designed that we knew that we wanted to be able to work completely surrounded we're one of the few magical acts in all of the world that can work anywhere completely surrounded even at big angles and in huge basketball arenas and malls or you know on a casino on a stage yeah. it doesn't matter we can work anywhere uh, we do transcend those uh, those uh, language barriers and cultural divides. You know, it doesn't matter where you are. We are very international. We are very visual. You can watch us and, and you can enjoy it no matter what age you are. You know, so that's, uh, I guess that, that explains it the best I can. I was going to say, if, if someone kind of wants to get into this area, on the, the art of quick change, there's, there's actually very little material to explain kind of how it works, how to get into it, things like that. I'm, I'm looking through my bookshelf now. I've probably got maybe two or three books maximum. Where do you get your ideas from How, when you're building a new act? You know, what do well, you we, we didn't. That's, that's the thing with us. It was trial and error with ours. There, there are some other books, and I'm very aware of anything and everything that is out there. Um, I'll tell you what, a couple of exciting things, though, uh, in, in, uh, in that question there. The... <clears throat> The, the costumes that we use, by the way, any, anything that is out there available uh, pertains in no way to what we use. It's, uh, any, any of the methods that, hmm. that you might find uh, are, are completely uh, different than what we use. However, uh, for the very first time um, this year uh, at the, uh, the National IBM uh, Convention in Nashville, which is in uh, the first, uh, last day of June, first four days of July, here in the United States, we are going to do our first ever workshop. Right. And uh, so we're we're going we're going to explain some of the techniques that we use. And uh, it's uh, I believe it's uh, you have to go on uh, the the page and check it out in the Magic Magazine, or whatever. But I think it's one hundred and fifty dollars in advance, and it's two hundred at the door is what we decided on. And uh, we're gonna we're gonna have a two three hour workshop basically, and uh, on a Friday evening late there, and uh, 
and explain some of our, our methods. Uh, we, we felt as though maybe it's kind of time after all the years of success and everything else that we give something back to the magic community. So we're, we're uh, anticipating to get a pretty big crowd, but I guess we'll see what happens. Uh, if they're interested, uh, I guess they'll come. Yeah, because that's a pretty unique workshop to be at, because like you said... Well, I would say so, and my other, my other point to that, when we started doing that and people were talking about all the possibilities, how many people, this or that, was that, you know, you can go to, you know, numerous workshops available at conventions or around the world, what have you, you know, people like Jeff McBride, some of the best ever, but there is no other workshop like this out there to be mm. seen. Yeah. So you would think, you would think that it would create, uh, stir up a lot of uh, curiosity, but uh, we'll find out. <laughs> we'll find out. <laughs> well, we, will, we have the details for that underneath this podcast if anyone's interested in doing that as well. So we have the, the contact data yeah. for that. Um, now, getting back to TV, you've actually been, you've just come back from the UK, I believe, as well. You've been filming um, a series for BBC One over here, haven't you? We sure did. We just came back from London. Uh, we uh, filmed a, a brand new uh, television show on the BBC One uh, entitled uh, Tonight's the Night, hosted by John Barrowman. And that television show is, is going to be kind of neat. Uh, it'll be interesting to see how it's, how it's accepted over there. But they took several uh, big names, um, such as uh, our act and the, the Jersey Boys, for example, I believe were on, on the show that we were on, the, the cast of those guys over there. Uh, I think they're working on the West End right now, aren't they? I think yeah. the show's on. But yeah, anyway, yeah. they took several several big name acts, and then they took participants from the audience, and then you have to um, participate uh, at a you know at a small level in the act. If you were with the the Jersey Boys, for example, you had to sing a song with them. With our act, we had a young lady. Uh, I don't want to spoil it all for everybody, but uh, <laughs> uh, let's just say she did a little bit of magic with us. And at the end, uh, the audience decides. Uh, I think there were three participants on each show, if I'm not mistaken, three or four, but then you, the audience decides who wins, and at the end, they, they, they win a vacation uh, to Italy or to Singapore or something really neat, you know. But, uh, yeah, yeah, we just we just finished doing that one, and uh, uh, that was kind of a shame because we didn't have much time. We are working so much. All we, do, all we did was fly in, <clears throat> uh, get there late, uh, wake up in the morning, uh, work at the TV studio all day long, and the next morning flew right back home. <laughs> well, I think that's going to air... We believe April 25th. Was it difficult to to work with someone that uh, maybe hasn't had magic experience before and take them through, you know, what what you do? Well, sure it is, and uh, we knew that ahead of time when they asked us uh, for the possibility of doing this. And uh, you know, but what do you do? They're they're at a limited, you know, level. You, you do the best you can. You know what I mean? You, you stick a guy up there and have him sing with the Jersey Boys, and they're going to sound god awful, aren't they? <laughs> So, but you know what? It's that—that's the idea of the show. They know that, and that's—that's—that's that's, that's what makes it kind of unique, right? It's like Dancing with the Stars. Yeah. You know what I mean? You can certainly tell the difference between the professional and the idiot up there, right? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I'll tell you what was kind of neat also about that uh, program. Now that I think about it, the, the the one of the directors on the show there we had known because we 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 did the Royal Variety performance. Yeah, in London as well, and it was uh, two or three of the people on that show were were, were people that we had worked with previously. Mm. So uh, it was uh, they made it somewhat uh, better for us, you know what I mean? Because they were very familiar with the act and they they know what's going on. So <clears throat> it went pretty smoothly, and uh, hopefully, uh, hopefully, it'll be a big show over there. <laughs> now you've also had some engagements with the symphony orchestra as well. Can you tell us a little bit more about that and what that? Yeah, that that is one that we're probably most excited about uh, in in all of our career right now because that's that really it really puts you on a plateau that is uh, that is different than everything you've done. Not 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 to say that 
the Royal Variety performance was not. You know, that was one of the highlights of our career. It most certainly was uh, to meet the prince and, and his wife. And uh, we've done a show for the president of the United States three times. But yeah. this, this particular show um, is indeed with the symphony. This uh, we're, we're hoping that this will go worldwide. We have two, two of them contracted. One, the first one, will start in Indianapolis. Uh-huh. Uh, with their symphony, and the next one we have contracted is uh, is for Calgary. But uh, obviously, if it goes well with one, then it could be picked up by every symphony in the world. And this is a uh, a brand new show that will be written with a full live symphony, uh, right. with 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 magic involved in the symphony. Uh, completely original, called "Pop Goes the Magic." Right. And so they've taken all all of the entertainment that they're going to use, and thus far there's there's three acts uh, that will be in the show, uh, which is Les Arnold and Basil, which I'm I'm sure you're quite familiar with, mm. and James Demare. Right. And our act, and this the, these acts will be intertwined in uh, within the symphony music, and uh, in, a, in, a, in a in a wonderful wonderful production called Pop Goes the Magic, and. Uh, so we're very, very thrilled uh, about that because uh, to hear your music live, I, I, my, my, my music has been played live before because in Royal Caribbean we have what we call a click track. And, uh, and what that is is the band plays and along with, it, with a system called a click and they keep tempo with that and what, the, what, what that delivers is full symphonic sound through, through the sound system. Um, with the band playing along with it. So whatever the band doesn't provide, such as you know violins or oboes or whatever, that plays through the system along with the brass. Yeah. Well, in this particular case, they took my charts and they revised all of them, and it will be, you know, it will be our original soundtrack, all played with a, with an entire symphony, which, as you can imagine, is, <laughs> is just going to be thrilling. Yeah, I mean that's a nice thing because certainly over here we're we're missing a lot of you know live magic on TV. Um, and magic shows on TV. I know there's a lot more in the States, but you know, certainly talking to a few people over the last few months, there seems to be a resurgence of, of magic coming out on TV that's not exposure and, and things like that. Well, I think variety, <clears throat> just variety in particular, uh, you know, used to be huge in America, you know, like the Carol Burnett show and even on Johnny Carson, he was a, just a lover of of magicians, he was he was a magician a small time when he was a kid growing up, you know, and yeah. so he always put the you know, and then then when Jay Leno took over, for example, he doesn't like it a lot. He never puts entertainment like that on. I, nobody knows why. It's ridiculous, but he just doesn't, you know, and a lot. But all all of a sudden lately, uh, you know, Ellen DeGeneres, we've been on her show two or three times, and she did a special hmm. from Las Vegas called the uh, uh, Ellen's Really Big Variety Show or something yes. like that, I believe it was. Yeah, <laughs> and we were called to do that one. Uh, as well, and uh, so it's you know a lot of these entertainers over here are really uh, starting to put variety, and they see that people really enjoy it as much. And uh, but anyway, that being said, this this show with the symphony um, has got tremendous potential. I think uh, yes. not only not only to to, to go worldwide uh, if it goes well and be picked up by symphonies everywhere, but then eventually maybe even made into a television special. And uh, and who knows uh, from that from that point it could even uh, go into a permanent facility or something. So uh, we're we're very very excited about that show. We, we put a lot of hard work into it, and uh, it's uh, we just came back from a very important meeting down there, and uh, we we did a site uh, check at at the actual stage where we're going to be working on down there, and went through all of the last minute notes with the conductor, and uh, it's going to be a pretty neat thing, I think. Now, coming back to live performances, you're coming back to the UK in September for the IBM British Ring Convention that's happening in Southport, aren't you? 
We are indeed. Yeah, that's way up north, isn't it? Yes, it's a long way up north. <laughs> I've, we've been to Blackpool, so I kind of know what it's like up there. <laughs> Can you tell the listeners a little bit what, about um, what you'll be doing there? Obviously, you, uh, I believe you're in the gala show. but um... I believe that, uh, that in that particular performance, they have, they have simply requested our original act. Um, and if I'm not mistaken, don't quote me on this, but uh, I believe that my wife may be doing her, her act with the hula hoops here. I'm not quite sure of that. Yes, I I'd believe she is. The, <laughs> I'd have to pull the contract over. Maybe you know better than I. Am. <laughs> so, anyway, that's that's pretty much that. That in a nutshell, it's just uh, we we will be performing the original act, and uh, of course we'll be in attendance for uh, for the entire uh, engagement there. I think it's two or three days, isn't it? Yes, it's the twenty third through to the twenty seventh of September. Um, I, was actually... I can tell you what I'm going to do before, immediately before or after that, is we're headed up to. Uh, Scotland there we're going up to St Andrews to play some golf so a little bit of golf before and after the convention absolutely why not and that's a good time of year I think yes it is it, hopefully it should be sunny up there but you never can tell with with the UK weather <laughs> yeah well I was going to say also on your on your website itself um, you have sort of up and coming appearances and some more information if people need to find out a little bit about you know, where you are and, and what you're doing. How can they find that out? Martin uh, Martin Saunders, who is a gentleman that t- takes care of a lot of the uh, bookings for us over in the that part of the world, is also working on some other engagements um, before uh, and and or after. I think he did tell me there's a possibility of some more television work around that time. So just lately, in the last ten days, two weeks or so, have have contracted so many new things. I need to do some updating. But that that would simply be just go to the website and. Uh, and, and, and check in there under the uh, under the upcoming events, and uh, they can find out that way. Uh, there's so much advertising going on around us, uh, by the way, uh, in Magic Magazine and Genie, and uh, I don't know what's really being covered over there in the, in the UK, but there's, there's quite a bit, um, such as the convention that we're doing in uh, in July in, uh, in Nashville here with the workshop and, and Southport there, but, uh, but the website is the best way to find out. Okay, so David, brilliant. Thank you very, very much for your time. Um, Hopefully looking forward to you, um, to seeing you in September at the IBM British Ring in Southport. Absolutely. Come up and introduce yourself and we'll have a coffee or something. (laughs) Brilliant. Thank you very much for your time. You're quite welcome. Now this year's IBM British Ring convention takes place on the 23rd to the 27th of September 2009 in Southport. Now you can find all the information for the British Ring convention either on our site or by going directly to www.britishring.org. UK. Now you can find all the information for this convention and other conventions on our main website at www.magicconventionguide.com.